This episode has some language in it that is probably not safe for work. So go ahead and just quit your job now. Hey, I'm Dustin. And I'm Steve. Welcome back, listeners, to the finest phototainment in the world. That's right, you're listening to another episode of the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast, an irreverent look at wedding photography. This podcast, like Aspirin, will help you recover from your wedding hangover. Dustin, we got a very special episode today. Uh, Let's let's flip straight over. We got an interview with the guys from the Photographer's Crack podcast. So let's flip straight over to that. This week, Dustin and I are joined by James Kelly and Ross Eaglesham of the... Wow, I feel like I just butchered your last name, Ross. I'm real sorry about that. <laughs> nah, it's not too bad, don't worry. Don't worry. It came out Eaglesham? That can't be uh, right. Eaglesham, right? Yeah, it, it depends if you speak to. If you speak to my mother, it's a different pronunciation, but I'll let you away with that one. It's close enough. Close enough. <laughs> All right. Uh, so... James and Ross do a very great podcast called the Photographer's Crack Podcast. They're both uh, landscape and wedding photographers who work in the Scotland area. Uh, I know James also does stuff in the Faroe Islands Mm -hmm. as well. Is that right? That is right. Yes, yes. And we're fortunate enough to be joined by two people who are drinking. So let's start this off by just a round table. What's everybody drinking tonight? Ross, you go first. Uh, I have a wee, a wee dram, a wee Ochentosh and three wood. It's a whiskey, uh, Scotch whiskey. It's outside, just outside Glasgow. Nice wee uh, sweet sort of caramel honey tones in the whiskey. Not too burny, not too offensive. Very drinkable. Mm. And that's that's a whiskey with a, a Y, not an EY, isn't it, Ross? That is a whiskey with a Y. <laughs> I, I, yeah, very funny. Very funny. Uh, for Sorry. people who don't know, what's the difference? Is there? Uh, Irish Scottish spelling, that's all it is. Mm-hmm. Irish spell it with an E. Yeah. We spell it with Scotland spells it a Y. It's also depending on the grain that's used to, to make the whiskey as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Learning so yeah, much today. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, I'm letting the side down. I I was planning on drinking a really nice uh Belveni, um Caribbean cask whiskey. Um, but sadly I'm not in my own house, so I don't have it with me. So I ran to the shop and I picked up some beer and I thought in celebration of the wedding hangover podcast in America, I got brew dogs. Mr. President. Oh, you can see here. Nice. Yeah, there we go. So this is what I'm I'm drinking tonight. Yes. What what kind of beer is it, Mr. President? Oh, do you want me to have, I'll read it out to you. Okay, it's it's, it's a bit long. <clears throat> is it a tangerine? Full body, orange flavored. <laughs> shorten it, shorten it, James. Shorten. It. Give us the. <laughs> so Brewdog describe it as say hello to the president elect of double IPAs. An all-American gung-ho of beer. The First Amendment in full-on, full-tilt flavor. This is a beer superpower flexing its hoppy muscles. So there we go. That's how they describe the first paragraph. It also says it's like the Cadillac of Chevy toffee malt. You've rolls. just offended almost their entire audience like yeah. in one go, James. Like one, one swift sentence, everybody's now pissed <laughs> off with you. I think, I think this is also um, in celebration. They did this uh, when, when your president was elected, but also Brewdog just opened up a big brewery in uh, Columbus, Ohio. So I think it's all kind of tied in with that. That's close to us. Yeah, yeah. They've got a huge brewery with a hotel and everything. It's just opened up there. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to have yeah, to go a, visit. I mean, uh, you, you should. Columbus is the closest 
professional soccer team to uh, Indy. So when What's I say that, soccer? So, oh that? shoot, soccer. Yeah, sorry, football, football, soccer, oh, football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what you guys call it over there. It's going to be a long night if we're that picky. It's all right. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't watch, I don't watch football or soccer. To me, it's it's, it's a pansy game. It's too pathetic. You guys weren't watching Liverpool tonight? No. Uh, Liverpool, AC, no. Who was it, AC Milan? Who are they playing? Bayern Munich. Bayern, Bayern. Munich, that's it. I need, to, yeah. I need to actually check the score. I've been getting like texts just like crazy from my friends yeah, about yeah. that game. I had, to, I had to shut down my Google Hangouts so I could put everything on mute right before we got on this call. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have no, some friends who are real big Liverpool fans. Well, I, 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 actually, I actually had a photo shoot uh, earlier on this evening, a, a one-year-old cake smash uh, shoot. Uh, with some clients, I did their wedding and stuff, and their her cousin is Andrew Robertson, who plays for Liverpool. So he'll be playing tonight. Yeah, he's oh, left awesome. back for Liverpool. He's um, number twenty six. So uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I need to actually check out the score later on. So try not to tell me if you can. Don't put it on a bit of paper and hold it up. I don't want to know. <laughs> so then he wasn't there for the the photo shoot or anything, though. This was no. Nah, like it, it was just the mom and dad. It was just the mm. yeah, It was just a, it was in their kitchen. It was in there a wee sort of quiet thing, just the two of them. You should just request like, uh, hey, when I deliver the photos to you and we talk about prints, maybe maybe just invite your your relative. Play, play <laughs> just, can you bring him around? Maybe bring a shirt. Uh, maybe get it signed. Give you like know, one uh, free print or something. Yeah, <laughs> is that how it works? He he arranged he arranged the Range Rovers for their wedding as their wedding cars. He uh, he sorted out like three black Range Rovers for them. I don't know where he got them from, but uh, yeah, he's he's, a really, he's actually a genuinely really nice guy. He's a he's a very down to earth kid. Oh, awesome. As, as opposed to like a genuinely not nice guy. Yeah, genuinely horrible person. <laughs> horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Speaking of genuinely horrible people, Dustin, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I'm drinking a very highbrow. Um, glass bottle beverage let me see what this is just grab the first thing out of the refrigerator um i believe it's pronounced angry orchard uh might be french <laughs> not sure uh they're using interesting ingredients uh it's gluten-free did you grab grab a cider did you grab a cider is that what you're trying to tell us <laughs> i might have accidentally grabbed a hard cider are you sure that didn't come come in a, a little pouch with a straw that you poke into it, like a Capri Sun? <laughs> but I'll drink it with pleasure. Enjoy. It's a, it's got alcohol in it. I'll drink it. Mm. It's like apple juice. <laughs> you sure it's not alcohol free? No. <laughs> no. No. And I'm drinking this afternoon a deduction Belgian style double ale from Taxman Brewing Company. That mm. is a great. Indiana beer for a great Indiana man like me, Steve Van Alk. You know, there's so many great beer breweries here. I don't know why somebody would grab cider, but, you know, to each their own, Dustin. (laughs) Refreshing, refreshing. That's right. At least it wasn't a Bud Light. That's where I thought you were going with all that. Well, I was drinking local uh, vodka and rum earlier, brewed here in Indiana from an event catered by Hotel Tango. And um, they unfortunately ran out before I could bring a bottle home. When you like name drop things like Hotel Tango, like our guests from the UK just have no idea. They no. just have to assume it's the most illustrious place on earth. <laughs> the problem is Tango in the UK is like a crappy orange <laughs> sugar-free drink. <laughs> no so we're going to have totally different things going on in our head. I'm, I'm just picturing the Tango adverts now when you've been tangoed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, from the 80s. <laughs> Slap. I believe it's a dance, guys. The tango is a <laughs> the dance. Tango. Oh, is that a dance? Oh, usually yeah. we have uh, when people have been um, 
let's say, using a little bit too much fake tan, we, te- we tend to say that they've been tangoed. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you a link to the videos. I'll, I'll, put, it on the, I'll, put, it on the, I'll put it on the group. <laughs> the videos are great. Tango sounds a lot like a drink we have here called Tang, which is like an orange powder that you mix with like water, kind of like Kool-Aid. You guys are familiar with that at all? No. We don't, no. no. Uh, yeah. I, actually, Tango sounds better than, than Tango, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. Uh, I, would say, I would say I'd rather have Tango than that. Yours just sounds like it's full of like e-colorings and just nastiness. Absolutely. It's what the astronauts took up into outer space. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's, it's real bad. Love it. So you guys are both landscape photographers and wedding photographers in mm-hmm. Scotland. How did, how did you guys first get drawn into photography? I'll let the oldest go first. On you go, Ross. <laughs> wow. So wow. So Just wow. put him on blast in front of an international audience like that. Jeez. <laughs> straight in there. Straight in there. I, 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 uh, I, got, I got myself. I, I've always kind of been into photography when I was younger, I was growing up. Um, and I got a proper kind of DSLR in about 2010. And then about two weeks after I got my camera, uh, I broke my leg uh, playing playing hockey, not not ice hockey, f- field hockey, I think you guys would call it. Mm-hmm. I broke my leg. Um, so I was kind of bedridden for about four months. And I had to spend that time basically just reading, looking at videos, teaching and not actually being able to use my camera outside my house, which was pretty dis- depressing. And um, yeah, from there, kind of went uh, went out and about as soon as I was off my crutches, and just went everywhere. Um, shot shot anything I could, everything I could. I, I actually fell into. I, I do obviously do weddings as my main occupation, but uh, landscapes not so much. I actually worked for a sports uh, agency. I don't know if James had, had mentioned that in the preamble we'd given mm-hmm. you guys. Um, I actually worked for a sports agency um, for about four years. Um, so that was where I kind of picked up most of my actual experience using the camera and I, I worked in events like uh, the Ryder Cup mm-hmm. where uh, Europe um, spanked America quite quite considerably at golf ooh, which ooh. was which was very nice um, in, in, in Glen Eagles in Scotland and I worked at the Rugby World Cup and the Commonwealth Games which is uh, not something I don't think you guys would have come over for but a big kind of a mini mini Olympics type event in Glasgow in 2014 so that's where I got my kind of proper uh, kind of love for it. And I worked for that agency for mm-hmm. a good four or five years um, before kind of just changing my direction a wee bit. Uh, didn't, didn't, was kind of, it, it's quite time consuming doing sports photography. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in the nicest possible way, you don't tend to see a massive monetary gain. Uh, in fact, that's a massive over, over exaggeration. You see no financial recompense <laughs> for it. <laughs> If you're if you're lucky, you might get a photo on page eighty two of one of the local papers and get paid twenty five quid. So you know, as much as it was amazing, and I love doing all the the big massive events, it, it wasn't so much fun doing a wet, dull, cold Saturday afternoon in Glasgow watching I don't know Inverness Caledonian Thistle against Motherwell. Um, so it played football or soccer. Sorry, soccer. Football, football, football. You football, can just football. say football, you know. Football. Yeah, I will yeah. do. Yeah. Um, so as amazing as it was, that kind of got kicked to the curb a little bit. Uh, I still keep in touch with the guy that runs the agency. If he needs any help, I, I help him out. Uh, but uh, yeah, mainly now it's just it's totally just weddings for me and landscapes when I can. Uh, I'm not as in- enthusiastic with the landscapes as James is. Mm-hmm. I'll let you. I'll let James take over uh, that side of things. But yeah, just mainly weddings for me. Mm-hmm. Um, James. Good story. Good story. 
So, <laughs> can I can I swear? Can I swear? You can swear all you want. The only swear word oh, we edit oh, out is the f word. Uh, the f word, uh, okay. the one that my son that learned one, today. That was the one I was about to use. The other one. Sorry, Ross. Sorry, it's Ross. all right. We can always so, just mark the episode as explicit and let you use the f word as much as you want. That's what we did a few episodes back. We'll keep it clean in case my my mum listens. So uh, <laughs> she's she's the one that taught me to swear, so it's okay. She's from Glasgow, after all. So um, I I originally well, the first evidence of me wanting to be a photographer was where in 1996, and I think I was roughly about 11 years of age, and I actually have the piece of paper here next to me. Now, believe it or not, for those who are obviously not watching. It's a podcast, James. This isn't, this isn't yep. good. Yep. It's a podcast. <laughs> Look, James is showing us a photo on a podcast. Well and done. there's me with hair. Look at that. I've got hair, which is amazing. Jesus Christ. That's a horrifying sight. But I wanted to be a photographer. So that was about the first, the first kind of time that it was mentioned. And that was it until I was about 20 years of age. It was never really mentioned again. Um, believe it or not, I actually trained as a fitness instructor at college. Uh, two and a half years, which if you saw my belly, you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I did two and a half years of college and hated it. And then um, I went off to do multimedia and it discovered I couldn't design websites. I couldn't, I had no design aspect whatsoever. But I stepped in a dark room. They did like the old black and white dark room photography. And I walked in and just from the first minute, I smelled those chemicals. I was high as a kite. It was great. No, I just loved it. I just loved the whole process of developing film. And then that led into the photography. And I did another two years of college and absolutely hated every minute of it. But from there, I actually um, set up a company doing nightclub photography. Because, I mean, what better way to get free pass to bars and nightclubs and photograph, you know, people, not just women. Careful. careful. (laughs) (laughs) You know, photograph people in the bars and nightclubs. And this expanded to just about every city in Scotland. We had 24 photographers working for me and it it just got bigger and bigger. And then I sold it at the end of 2009. It went bust three months later. That had nothing to do with me selling it. It was just the person running it and oh just putting him on blast like that i mean i <laughs> oh, knew yeah. you already put him on blast on your podcast a few weeks ago but now on ours the guy was an asshole i'm sorry but he was anyway so um i had a friend who was getting married and this was a this was a no expense spared wedding this was high end and they wanted me to do the photography i'd never photographed the wedding before in my life i said no and um about Four months before the wedding, she came up to me and she was like, I can't get a photographer, so you're going to have to do it. And I, I said, in the end, yes. And it was um, a complete effing disaster. Mm-hmm. Everything that a photographer, every mistake a photographer makes in their in their wedding career, I made at that wedding from smashing a lens, ripping my trousers, um, <clears throat> accidentally formatting a memory card with all the photographs of her getting ready in the morning. And just everything to having one too many whiskeys and getting really drunk and having an argument with my ex-girlfriend. It was it was wonderful. <laughs> and I think thought to myself, who the hell wants to be a wedding photographer? Why would you want to do something like this? I wanted to be a conflict photographer. I wanted to go and photograph war war zones and things like that. That's what interested me. But off the back of that one wedding, I got another wedding and another and another. And the next thing you know, nine years later, I'm a full-time wedding photographer. So yeah, that's that's the uh, that's a quick story. Good story. 
Good story. Cheers, buddy. Thanks. I mean, wedding photography is very similar to conflict photography, so it probably worked out. <laughs> yeah, I've never, I've never had a fight at a wedding. I've, I've missed a bar fight once. We were out doing portraits, but I've never had a proper fight at a wedding. I'm gutted. I would, I would love to photograph that. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah. Psh, that'd be amazing. Think of those pictures, like the flying, you know, getting right in there with a the wide-angle lens and the punches going. And, oh, it'd be amazing, but... The, the son of the Daily Mail would eat them up. They would absolutely love that shit. Yeah. Oh, I did I, I did have a bride punch her mum once, but she did it in the confines of her own room. I missed it. <gasps> what? Yeah, she was absolutely hammered. I mean, paralytic. Um, that wedding was one of those weddings where, yeah, nothing went wrong. Like, she, we were doing the group photograph of everyone. She was standing at the front, and I asked everyone to move back. And we're talking, like, 120 people. They all moved back, but she was standing on the edge of a curb. Uh-huh. She fell back, and the crowd parted, and she just hit the deck backwards. Whoa. Yeah, hit the deck. So... She find it funny because she was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> James, James does have some nice clients at some point in his in his in his wedding career. That's that's when I up my price. <laughs> we don't want to hear about the nice ones here, though. <laughs> no, no, no. They're 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 no fun. No, no, no. Lots of lots of horror stories. So what what is it that drew you guys to wedding photography? What what is it that you guys love about it? The money. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, after doing sports, sports, sports for nothing, money, money is pretty good. Um, for me, it's the aspects of, of the different areas of photography that you, you've got to do at a wedding. You know, you get to dabble in, in a little bit of everything. And that really, that, that does interest me. I, I never wanted to be a wedding photographer. And it took me years mm-hmm. to, to really come to terms with the fact that I'm now a wedding photographer. You know, I, I kind of, I have to admit, I looked down on it. I was like, wow, who wants to be a wedding photographer? They're like the lowest of the low. But that was very much the attitude in my area about photographers. And then I met my missus and she told me to get a grip of myself and pull myself together and, and um, yeah, build a business. And, and that's exactly what I did and went full time with it and started doing lots more weddings and it was, it was absolutely great. See, I, 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 I would be the, you, you guys know that from James and I, we, we tend to have polar opposite opinions on almost everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I, I'm right, you're wrong. Uh, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> I, uh, I, um, I always did quite fancy doing it. I liked the idea of doing a wedding. I thought it was quite a, it seemed to be quite a kind of romantic idea, obviously not just for like the couple, but if, I just thought it'd be really good fun. I thought it'd be great. And it took me a while to kind of, one of my friends, much like James said, asked two or three times, can, can you do a wedding? Can you do a wedding? Please do a wedding. And I said, it took me a while. I said, yeah, okay, let's go for it. And I absolutely loved it. I didn't have quite as big a disaster as James, but I did have a difficult day. Um, but I absolutely loved it. And people always say to me, they're like, um, so how do you, is it not loads of pressure doing a wedding day? And you sort of think, well, no, it's not like you're, you're photographing a funeral. Like you're, you're, you're photographing like a really happy and fun event. Like you're, ha- you're photographing a time when everybody's going to be smiling. Everybody's going to be happy. Uh, everybody's there having a good time and, and you're just there part of it and you're there capturing it and you're there kind of getting to have a bit of an input into certain things of the day or where you go and what you do. I think it's absolutely fantastic. I, 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 I yeah. absolutely love it. Ross mm-hmm. is, uh, Ross is in, in touch with his intimate side more than I am. <laughs> says, says the man, says you. <laughs> no, I do. I do love it. And I, I, I personally, I loved it from the early stages and I enjoyed it. And there's something about the fact that you're capturing these images that people are going to cherish for the rest of their life. You know, they're, they're intimate images. Oh, of course, unless they get divorced. But, you know, it's... <laughs> <laughs> 
how, how many have you had? Do you know? Do you know how many you've had? I've had three. Is that is that all? Yeah, three. And wow. the first and that I know of, and the quickest one was nine months. But I wasn't surprised. I actually thought the guy was going to bolt at the wedding, um, but it turned out that she left him, and she never booked me for her next wedding, which was a bit of an insult. <laughs> you must have been the bad luck. <laughs> 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 yeah, probably. I did actually at that wedding. This is this is a cracking story. I don't know if I, sh- I probably have shared it on the podcast. Um, but we're at this castle in Scotland because we have loads of castles in Scotland. Mm-hmm. And I have this castle in the background. I'm a bit lower, and I have the couple in the middle, and then I have her parents to my right and his parents to my left. And I'm taking the photographs, and then all of a sudden the couple start kissing, and then her parents start kissing. And I went to his parents. I'm like, guys, guys, kiss, kiss, kiss. And they're like, no, no. I said, I'll be a great shot. Just, just kiss. And they went, no. I was like, oh, okay, okay. I'm not going to force it. Then they all walked away and the couple came up to me and were like, we're so sorry. We completely forgot to tell you, but my parents oh, have no, been like divorced, divorced for 13 years. This is actually the first time they stood next to each other. And I'm trying to get them to kiss. He left her for a younger model. You know what I mean? And I'm trying to get them to, to, to snog each other. And, and oh, it was James, just James, foot horrific. In my, foot in my... Oh, I've got many of those foot in my stories. Yeah, yeah it's, when, it's, it's when you're standing on top of a building looking out and you've got the big group of people and you have it in your bit of paper next to it. Dad is deceased. And you shout out to the groom, where's your dad? And he died like six months before the wedding. I'm like, holy fuck. Like, excuse my language, but the whole... <laughs> The, the, you could cut the, the tension with the air and it was quiet and then someone just shouted out awkward and everyone started laughing so that was great but I really wanted to jump out that um, that when I remember looking down in my second shirt Louise is looking at me going you effing idiot so yeah that's my other story <laughs> yeah smooth smooth by the way have we have oh here we go here we go here's oh, Dustin Dustin's back in. Dustin's back I noticed he left a minute ago during your story James I thought he'd fallen off his chair he was that he just kind of he just went no I thought, where's Dustin gone? James has bored him to death. <laughs> <laughs> James has yeah. finished his story now, Dustin. It's okay. You can come back in. D- Dustin's having some mic, mic troubles. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It was like I had. You're quite muted, though. You're very quiet. Oh, is it not coming through here? Yeah, it's either that or Stevens turned you down. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin's not important. I just, uh, I turn him he's down just, all the time. He's just there just so you can bounce chat off us. That's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> I need a punching bag to make fun of on our podcast. So. <laughs> I think that's what Ross is to me, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Ross. I'm sorry you had to find out this way. Right when Dustin found out as well. <laughs> sorry. sorry. He gives it back. <laughs> I already knew. It's fine. <laughs> He's also bigger than me, so we're quite far away from each other, you know, so it's it's okay, I can do it. Wait, wait, wait. I Every- thought you were in Glasgow, and doesn't Ross live in Glasgow now? In where, sorry? In where? In where? Oh Glasgow? You live in Glasgow? Go, 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 go and say the other capitalists. Go and tell me, what's... what's In 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 my defense, I have a cold. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely rubbish. <laughs> so tell me, what's the capital of Scotland? That's a great question for yeah, somebody who you, knows more about Scotland than you, I do. Do you want to Google it? Oh gosh! <laughs> oh right, yeah. What's I'll give you a clue. It begins with an E. Where's the Where's the big castle? Edinburgh. Where's the big? What's that? Edinburgh. <laughs> Edinburgh. You You come from Edinburgh. <laughs> Edinburgh. 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 Uh, <laughs> Edinburgh. 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 
What's up, bro? There's a there's a certain sound there's a certain sound that you need to get if you're going to have a Scottish conversation. It's yeah. like kind of a it's like a, it's like the noise you make when you need to cough or kind of sneeze. Yeah, and it's going to flame up from your throat. Oh, so that's why my excuse of having a cold right now doesn't fly because that should make me pronounce it better. You can't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can't. That's no, good. no, no. <laughs> it's 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 a bit like the uh, the area I'm from. So if you're a whiskey fan, you'll have a, you have a place called Glengarry, but everyone calls it Glengarryoch. You you come from Glengarry. Garyoch, do you? They know it's Glengarry. Don't piss off in a Scotsman. Yeah, says, says Jim standing in his kilt with his with his spear and his beard and his my red my blue painted face. Have you guys ever been to the states? Oh, I don't. Yes, I've been to Miami. It's pretty much all the same. It wasn't a pleasant experience. My mom fell out with one of your um, your security guards there. Mm. And she upset. She she basically the security guard wanted my mum to accept that she was from England, and my mum is patriotic. I mean, she is for Scotland independence, full and full. And she has a full blown argument with the security guard holding a gun, everything. So that was a memorable experience. We did get into it in Miami, which was nice. So, now, aren't you guys potentially leaving Uck soon? Oh God, are no. we really gonna? Are we really gonna? Scotland will not get its independence, but we are we are leaving Europe. Yeah, which is even worse news. <laughs> yeah. Five hours later. So anyway, no politics on the show unless we're talking about Trump. <laughs> unless we're talking about our politics. And that's just fuck. Then that's just absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, uh, that's has lost a few followers in our podcast. <laughs> that, that'll be that bit edited out, James. I think it's okay. I'm going to cut out all the Brexit comments and all the Trump comments from this one. I leave in all the fucks, so I'll mark it explicit. Nobody will know. Yes, fucking Trump, though, right? <laughs> all right. So where where did we where did we leave off before I had a timely computer restart? Uh, I think I was telling the story about the fact that I asked where uh, family's dad father was. Gotcha. Yeah. You have to wait until the podcast to hear it. <laughs> then I'll never hear it. <laughs> never it's a bit like me. I never, I never listen to my own podcast, even though I edit it. I don't really listen to it at all. <laughs> so did we talk about at all um, how the heck YouTube came to know each other and how a podcast was born? That's a fair question. So we met each other f- through a mutual friend that we both fancied, I think. <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> that's uh, a lovely description. I was I was living with her. James fancied her. <laughs> Ross was living with her, and I, she was my best friend. So um, we we met through a mutual friend years years ago. Um, but Ross this is a mutual friend who James's former girlfriend wouldn't let him speak to or spend any time <laughs> with because she was annoyed about how James felt about her. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. No, 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 no. Never felt like that about her. But no, she's a very good friend, um, and that's how we met. I think you were, were you were student flat with her. Yeah. No, we were after university. Yeah, it was after university. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of how we met, and then you were just kind of getting into photography at that time, if I remember right. And yeah, yeah. You asked for some advice, and I gave you the wrong, the wrong advice. And, <laughs> and <laughs> last like, thing I needed, last thing I need is more competition. And you're like, how can we spread bad advice? You know what? We should start a podcast together. We should podcast, yeah. I took, I took the first thing, the most sensible thing I've ever done and just didn't listen to you at all and did the polar opposite of everything you've pretty much ever said. It's still the same way. Yeah. So are you going to assess second shoot on all your packages? No. No. No, no, not for me. No, it's not, not what I want to do. No. James, yeah, I'll have one. Well, then you're wrong. You should. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
So yeah, so we um we we kind of talked bit back and forth about a bit of photography here and there, and then did I come and help you second shoot a wedding? And then um, I was I was struggling to get someone uh, for that wedding uh, down uh, down at the cathedral side uh, down mm. the River Clyde, and needed you, so you came down, did that with me, and then I came and did a couple of weddings with you. Mm-hmm. You'd already you already had the podcast at that point, though, didn't you? You did your own one. Yeah, yeah. So I had the yeah the podcast was um, was originally called Thirty Second Exposure, which was my other company Ooh. used to own, and it was talking about my transition between going from a full time wedding photographer to a landscape photographer because I was meant to be leaving the country. <laughs> yeah, but you can listen to the early episodes of the podcast and know about all that. That's a photographer's crack. So anyway, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Um, Time out. <laughs> I've listened to all the episodes of Photographer's Crack. Those 30 second exposure episodes aren't there anymore. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not there for a reason, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're still on SoundCloud. <laughs> okay. they've, been, they've been put into the vault. Yeah, definitely. They're pretty poor although you didn't that's the one you and you actually james actually interviewed me on his 30 second exposure one to try and get an idea of what was going on with sports photography and, yeah, and wanted right. to interview me talking about specifically about doing that end of things and then i don't know i loved loved his irish sexy tones <laughs> <laughs> nothing sexier than the scottish accent so the the premise the premise of 30 second exposure was it was a 30 second podcast <laughs> no no it wasn't it was all it was originally it should, to do with it should have been, <laughs> should have been yeah. um 30 second exposure was kind of like my favorite exposure for a while as a landscape photographer and i developed a company did workshops and courses and stuff but i do all that under my own name now and it just evolved and bringing ross on it evolved and then i kind of decided no if we're going to do this properly then we're going to do it properly and we'll just make it about photography mainly weddings and landscape so we were doing podcasts which were a bit mixed and then recently we decided to separate them. So one episode we'll do about weddings and the other um, episode we'll do about landscape because most landscape photographers have absolutely no interest in weddings whatsoever. And then most wedding photographers have no interest in landscape. So we thought we'd just separate them. So Like Ross. Like Ross, yeah. <laughs> I really masquerade. Right. I masquerade quite well as a landscape photographer. But... You are. You, you have your moments. Yeah. Yeah. You will so, now. You will not have. Yeah, I, I, I have to. You have to prove yourself now that you have a podcast about it. <laughs> who came? Who came up with the name, though, James? I wonder. The photographer's crack name was I that? Was it, that no, that was, was me. That was me. Was it hell? That was me. That was me. There's a hundred percent bull. <laughs> so, speaking of the name, I know you guys have addressed this on your podcast before, but for our yeah. listeners, what does? The photographer's crack. What does that mean? That's like the butt crack, right? When they're bending over. Bum, yeah, it's your bum. Is that, is that you know when you bend over, you like to pick up your lenses, and it just comes out. James, James and I actually we have to record it naked. That's that's the why it's called that. We <laughs> oh, that's why it was called Thirty Second Exposure originally. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, no, maybe Ross did come up with it, but um, photographer's crack. Ross, do you want to explain it? Because it's more of a, a kind of Irish. It's an Irish. It's an Irishism. The word crack is like you. You kind of say hello to each other in Ireland. You sort of say, "Hey, what's the crack? What about you? Like, what's going on? Like, how are you?" Yeah. And what's the crack is like a just a phrase to say what's going on. Yeah. So no, it was. Don't mistake it with crack cocaine. No, so, not crack cocaine. No. Not butt cracks. Not. Although some weddings you need that. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, so you came up with the name that would immediately alienate everyone who's not Irish. 
<laughs> Including your co-host, who's Scottish. Yeah, but come on, let's face it. There's a, there's a large amount of Americans so, out there that, that really do think they're either Irish or Scottish. I mean, my last name is yeah, Mc, it's, it's, it's it's an Irish. I did. I'm not going to lie. I did Google it, and you are you are of Irish descent. Yes, yes. Full I did blood. Wonder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You keep there's thinking a, there's that. there's a castle out there, my friend. Oh, is there? It's not called the Notter Castle, is it? I think it's like Kibben. Kibben Castle. Okay. Because Mick make... stands for like son of, right? I don't know. I don't know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't need to research that sort of stuff, you know. I mean, my my last name's Kelly, which is Irish, but we come from originally from County Meath, but the spelling is very different. But we have this castle in Aberdeenshire called the Notter Castle, and the amount of Americans that come over to get married there, and every single one of them have have somehow managed to trace their family back to this castle. That that's where they were they were from. I'll tell you what, the person at Donotter Castle who did the original PR work has done a really bloody good job advertising <laughs> <Absolutely>. that. Really? <laughs> like, you know, he's going like... on to all the genealogy sites <laughs> yeah. and he's like implanting backstories. The, uh, this, this particular castle, I, I do intimate weddings with, with people and we had this, um, this couple come over and I, you know, I find a bit of research about the castle and I like to tell them about it and it's, it's been heavily bombed. It's like the most bomb blown up castle in existence and it's been rebuilt. My story is the last time that this castle was bombed was actually by the Germans during World War II, which is all fine and well, unless you're telling that to a German, then it doesn't go down very well. And this couple were from Germany. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> so, yeah, that wasn't, wasn't ideal. The last time this castle was bombed, it was, it was you. You bombed it. You bombed it. You mother. You bombed my castle. Go and fix it. <laughs> Go and fix it. I've got buckets yeah. in my car. Come on, <laughs> where's the plaster? plaster. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's 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 uh, yeah. So yeah, we it's it's the photographer's crack. It's a play in the Irish. You know what's the chat, and that's what we do. We talk about. We will try to sound intellectual about photography. We are really well. I'm not really technical, ad- advanced at all, to be honest. So we 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 play on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we bullshit yeah. it. Let's be honest. Yeah, I was going to say we <laughs> utterly bullshit. So, when you guys are shooting, if you guys go out to do landscape stuff or wedding stuff, what's different about your guys' kits? Well, mine's better. <laughs> do you know why mine? Do you know why mine's better? Because it's a Nikon. Nikon. Ooh. Oh yeah. What's yours, Ross? Ross, what's yours? Mine's Split. Oh, is it Split? I've not heard yeah. of that brand. Split between <laughs> two crappy brands. I, I've got, I'm 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 between the Canon and Sony camps at the minute. I'm sitting in. I've got I've got one but, one buttock securely in both. Because when I stopped doing sports, I didn't really need the the speed of all my Canon kit mm-hmm. uh, and the lenses, the telephotos. I got rid of them. But and I've got the Sony stuff, which is amazing. So I'm I'm in both. But it's not Nikon. Definitely not Nikon. What's keep uh, What's holding you back? <sighs> Me. Yeah, from going. Wow, that's a very deep. Lifting deep that beat. Lifting that butt cheek up and putting it down on the um, on the lap of mr sony the, uh, the <laughs> Jeez, dustin I, 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 don't, I don't i don't i don't trust the flash i don't trust the flash on the sony yet i haven't learned it properly i love my canon stuff the flat for flashes for dancing for nighttime i just love how it works it just works all the mm-hmm. time like james actually and, and he will possibly admit this in private borrowed my <laughs> camera on one of his one of our shoots we did together because he didn't have the right kit with him did I? And uh, I he borrowed that. my. Yes, you do. Don't lie. He <laughs> borrowed my Canon stuff and was able to pick it up and uh, use it. And I just absolutely love it for for kind of flash stuff. I just haven't got to grips with the Sony what stuff yet. I've got the Godox flashes, mm-hmm. and I uh, they just 
they're just like a fraction off at the minute. I, I need to play with them more. I need to use them more. I've only had it about six months and I've only I, used it for a handful of weddings. I've seen that both of you guys uh, do off-camera flash like portrait type stuff. Yeah. Am I right in that assumption? Both quite different off-camera flash with portraits, but uh, yeah, yeah, we do. I'm just going to jump in. Ross, I forgot to tell you, I just bought some Godox flashes. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, because it was just coming out too expensive to fix my Nikon flashes, which they no longer make anymore. Stupid SB nine hundred. Yeah, the ones that overheat. Yeah, constantly. Well, one fell into water and the other one just has broken. That's one way to cool it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it, it yeah. <laughs> Don't recommend it. <laughs> You're like, oh it says overheated. Let me dip this in a cup of water really quick. <laughs> no, it fell out of an umbrella and fell into water, unfortunately. And it wasn't even my fault, I mean, which was just annoying. It's an insurance claim, I would say it fell too. <sighs> it wasn't worth it, trust me. It wasn't worth it to claim on insurance. Um, yeah, so I, I um, started a couple of years ago doing a little bit of off-camera flash, um, especially at night time. So we do a lot of photographs with couples when it's pitch black under the stars, um, trying to get a little bit arty-farty with, with that sort of thing. And, and um, it was all, all great until all couples are like, oh, yeah, we want to do that at our wedding. And I now have to stay until one o'clock in the morning because you're getting married in summer. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's a bit annoying. That's when that's when you break out that hourly rate. <laughs> You're not in Scotland, mate. That does not happen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's we're a... we're far too tight over here to do things like that. Trust me. No hourly rates there at all. No. What do you guys' packages look like? Well, do we just undo my trousers and show you? Thirty second exposure. Let's do it. <laughs> it Jim's it's a podcast. It's oh, not going to work. It's Sorry. not that big. It's not that big. <laughs> <laughs> so we where where I'm from so um where I'm originally from and most of my weddings is in a place called Aberdeen which is the northeast of Scotland we are the oil capital of Europe which is all really fine and well until the uh, the Russians and the Americans and the Arabs decided to have a pricing war and slash all their prices which meant there was 250,000 redundancies in the northeast of Scotland uh, that then created a massive downfall and no one had any money to get married and people started dropping prices and it all got a bit desperate. So a, f a, pa a standard package for me, um, I'm one of those photographers that, that starts at like 10 in the morning and doesn't leave until the very end, which is normally around about 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, engagement shoot, venue walk around and I now do a standard 10 by 10 inch album and for my sins, I include the high resolution images into my package. And that is roughly about £1,750. What's that in real Which, money? <laughs> it's about $2,000, isn't it? It sucks, yes. It, you're, it, no, you're more than that. You're, not, you're a bit more no, than no, that. I, no, I've just dropped my prices. But the idea is with the new album company, I, I've had to change album companies, is I now do a lot more um, add-ons and things like that with wedding albums, which is not against my whole principle, but it's something that I have to do in order to, to, to combat the current climate, which is really shitty. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather, I'd rather lower my price for a couple of years and do, you know, like an extra 10 weddings and still be able to survive you know, where a lot of photographers are actually increasing their prices and then they're wondering why they're not getting as much sales and bookings and give it a couple of years and they'll be non-existent and then it's all mine. <laughs> <laughs> but aren't you moving to the Faroe Islands soon? We're meant to be, yeah. yeah. You are and you're not, you are and you're not, you are we, and you're we, not. We, we are, we, we, we are, it's just we're not. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> 
I follow that. I follow that logic. So for those that don't listen to our podcast, which you should be listening to our podcast, that's the Photographer's Crack podcast. My my fiance is from the Fair Islands, which is this tiny, tiny collection of islands bang smack in between Scotland and Iceland and just off the coast of Norway. It's becoming the next hotspot where all the Americans are coming and destroying the place, just like you did for Iceland. Oh, that's partially <laughs> your fault, though. You're encouraging Americans to come over to take your workshops in the Faroe Islands, correct? <laughs> yeah, kind of. So what you need to do, James, is you need to take photos of beautiful couples, but make the backdrops just look hideous, like toxic wastelands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you plaster that as the Faroe Islands, and people are like, oh my God, did you see James Kelly's photos? Why would we want to elope there? <laughs> this is true. But then how, do, how would I make money? Well, that's the thing. You won't. I've got to make those pounds. I've got to make those pounds, you know? It's, you just it's have to all eat more. about who's who's on our who's on our notes? You got the Benjamins, haven't you? Like the mm. Benjamins. Who's on Ross, do you know who's on our notes? I don't carry uh, I don't carry cash oh, with me anymore. Uh, various people. We have different notes, remember? So it's like Have we not just you got, got a You pound? guys have Trump, right? Trump is on your <laughs> <laughs> I'll Trump on him. Um, no, it's... Um, We've got Nicola Sturgeon in all our notes. No, we don't. Oh, no, we don't. Um, <laughs> burn it if we did. Sorry, that's our um, our Scottish... What is she? Probably well, she's the fir- fir- first lady. She's the first, first, first lady. Well, she's the first minister, so... First minister. Yeah, and she's on first-term base- name basis with my mum. Slur my words there. First-term basis with my mum. You've had one beer. Yeah, I know, and I've got another one that's sitting next to me as well. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's calling for me to open it. It looks like a lady on the pound sterling. What was that, sorry? It, it looks like a lady on the pound sterling with a crown on her head. Yeah, it's the Queen of England. Yeah, the Queen, in, in Queen England, England. It's, it's the Queen of England, yeah. But in Scotland, in Scotland, you get lots of different notes. It's, there's not oh, just one. But. See, cool. I, don't call her the, I don't call her the Queen of England. I call her the Queen of Britain because she is the Queen of Britain. She's not the Queen of England. We're like hitting all the major political the talking queen. points here, early doors. Yeah. <laughs> like... She rocks. The Queen rocks. The royal family. Did you see what the Queen's husband did recently? No. He crashed yeah. his, his Land Rover into another woman's car and he got off scot-free. What a legend. He, he gave up so, his license though, right? Yeah. <laughs> but he'll still drive. What are they going to do? Put him in jail? You know, come on. He's got a rather large estate. I'm sure he can drive on private land until his heart's content. You know what? He's got the the best sense of humor. If you ever YouTube, oh, his name's gone to my head now, but if you ever YouTube the, the Queen's husband for his, like his gas and stuff like that. Philip, that's it. Philip is, is absolutely br- brilliant. So anyway, as I was saying. What were you saying? My, my fiance, my beautiful, wonderful fiance, if you're listening, Iris, I love you. She's from the Faroe Islands and she takes me up there and we photograph weddings um, that last 18 hours. So wow. yeah, the weddings up there are insane, but they're mental. My fiance, she, uh, she dragged me up there and she was like, oh my word, you should do weddings here in the Faroe Islands. And I'm like, oh yeah, great. And then it turns out that we're with them from eight o'clock in the morning till three o'clock in the morning. Whoa. Yeah, but I get fed, which is amazing. <laughs> and the food's great. And I get... and. They, oh my, they have this wedding. So their first dance is like 12 o'clock, 12.30 at night. The meal goes on till 12. And then they do this traditional fairies chain dance. And then they have their waltz, which is their first dance. And then there'll be another room and this room opens up. Now there's normally about 200 to 300 guests at their wedding. And it's mm-hmm. a free bar. It's even no bar because it's like super highly religious. Or there's a free bar. Simple as that. So everyone gets really drunk and they open up this room. And if you, if you imagine like four or five, six foot tables in a line covered in desserts and cake, 
it's heaven and at the end of it is tea and coffee and it's just it's just amazing it's just heaven i go in there with a plate and you help yourself to as much pudding as you want (laughs) (laughs) so that's usually so usually i'm on a complete sugar high um caffeine high come three o'clock in the morning yeah so that's that's a fairies wedding they're brilliant and we get like Mm, we get normally from say two o'clock until six o'clock to do their portraits wow so we get wow. yeah we get four hours so that's that allows me that we jump in the car and we can go pretty much anywhere in the Faroe islands to do pictures so if anyone's seen my pictures where you can see my pictures at jameskelly.co um <laughs> columbia 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 that's gonna make that's gonna make that <laughs> yeah getting that pure white stuff and <laughs> go up there and you just see these uh, dramatic landscapes that we we get from the Faroe islands and and it's incredible but the weather is insane and um, which is why all the american tourists and asian tourists seem to be dying because they fall off cliffs yeah, that's yeah. A fair point they do Wait, what <laughs> yeah <laughs> they, yeah they it's like yeah, there's like in the last three years, they've had like a record number of deaths in the Faroes due to tourists who go out into this landscape. And you've got some of the high sea cliffs in Europe and they don't realize the weather's really bad and they're walking up in the mist and they don't see the edge of the cliff and they go over the cliff. And oh, that's yeah, there's nothing but water. Yeah, it's terrible. I know. But hey, at least they Man. paid for the tourism. You know, their flights and their hotel, it's all paid for. So. <laughs> that's true. Oh, <laughs> Uh, and then you know you get all the uh, money for the funeral stuff that they have to do uh, to ship the bodies back and everything too. Yeah, yeah, double dip in there. There's actually this. I, I believe Irish, Irish, uh, Irish told me there's, a, there's actually a German guy missing just now. Um, he's been missing since January. He went out for a walk in January. Who goes out on a walk in the Faroe Islands in January is beyond me. But never mind. That's it's a shame. See, this is why I don't let James drink on our podcast. Like, it's, it's just, this is like, I'm like, he must remain sober at all times. At I am going to, I am going to open my second bottle, which again is in honor of my fellow American friends. And it's called oh, it's Elvis Juice. It's called, what's that? It's a new beer. It's a new beer. This is called Elvis Juice. Mm-mm-mm. Part two of the nice. podcast. This is also from BrewDog. This is from BrewDog. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. These guys are ace. I sent you the link to Nuclear Penguin, which is insane. If you type in BrewDog <laughs> Nuclear Penguin, it's amazing. But one beer and you are gone. So, yeah. What is Elvis juice? We'll see James next week. <laughs> well, you thought the king was dead, but really he's standing in a, in a BrewDog factory. <laughs> and Ellen, Ellen, Ellen. Our grapefruit IPA packs more fruit than the state of California. How is this? The Zest Zenith. On the new in the in the news, um, fruity foreplay gives away a truckload of grapefruit, orange, and peach collide in an interstate pileup of citrus. That's quite a nice way of uh, describing. Sounds it. Sounds absolutely rank, I have to say. That's it's <laughs> basically is beer, but tastes like grapefruit. Yeah. Nice. So Ross, you're yes. a full time teacher. I am indeed. I am. And you yes. do wedding photography, and you do a podcast I do. now. I do. How do you find time to golf? <laughs> I won't. I won't say what I want to say, but it's okay. What the hell do you want to say now? Oh, he's nothing. Nothing because I like your girlfriend. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. No. I. I do. I, I have to limit myself. I, uh, James uh, knows. I. I do about twelve to fifteen weddings a year because I need to keep some time spare for. Uh, a social life of some sort um, and, and once a week or once every two weeks I do get dragged downstairs to, to a laptop to sit and do a podcast with James which which never really goes down particularly well but I, I, I do love it 
And yeah, the main problem is the main problem is I, I I love both my jobs. I love being a wedding photographer, but I like my teaching job as well. And I I wouldn't be able to choose one between one or the other. Um, but it is limiting. I obviously I have to. I can't. I only take so many bookings, and yeah, managing time is tough sometimes. Um, I d- How many bookings do you take? I max yeah, I max out at like twelve to fifteen of my own bookings. So I've got to do the editing. And then I don't really mind doing as many second shootings as I'm, I'm doing quite a few with you this year, James, yep. um, because he's, James is quite heavily booked and Louise's other second photographer can't do it's all of them. So no, she's fed yeah, up. She's fed up with your chat. <laughs> <laughs> and no, it's true. It's true. <laughs> surprisingly, oh, James, I'm not available on um, any of those dates next year. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't mind doing that so much because I just hand the cards to James and he doesn't even edit them. He sends them off to <clears throat> a secondary website to get edited. <clears throat> Yeah, I outsource. Living that Dustin McKibben lifestyle. It's a good lifestyle. Mm, it is good. It is good. It's how we can afford nice things like Angry Orchard Hard Cider. <laughs> Sponsor of the podcast. You've now accepted that it's a cider. Uh, it does. Yeah. But Ross, Ross, could you imagine, just imagine this, you keep your job as a teacher, you stop playing golf, you get rid of your girlfriend. How many more weddings could you do? <laughs> I think that's the situation I was in a year and a half ago. Oh yeah, that's um, right. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, the um, but you didn't get rid. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Uh, I didn't choose that. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, I do. I do. I'm actually quite lucky. My girlfriend play. She enjoys playing golf. Mm-hmm. Um, she says she does. She comes out onto the golf course. Maybe she's just uh, humouring me for now. But that uh, nah, is, it's good. It's good. I, I would. I wouldn't give up any of them, especially golf or skiing. That's my winter thing. Oh, yeah, skis as well. Yeah. uh, Good skiing this year or no? Shite. (laughs) (laughs) There has been been no snow. There there was snow about two weeks ago, but see, the problem with Scotland is, um, and depending on where everybody is in the United States, parts of the United States get unbelievable snowfall. Uh, In Scotland, it can fall, and then within two days, if it's warm and wet, it's just... I mean, it's like someone's put a hairdryer over North Scotland, mm-hmm. and it's just gone. I was going to swear yeah. again there because it's just—it's oh, it's absolutely, it's absolutely. <laughs> I was putting an explicit tag on this one. Yeah. <laughs> is that save you editing it all out? Is it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty shocking this year. Unfortunately, we haven't we haven't had a good snowfall, like a good solid snowfall where it's lasted for months since about 2010. Well, I know. Mm-hmm. Last well, in the central belt, weirdly, actually, last year. Oh, in come the, on, in the, you can't, you, you people in the central belt cannot no. handle your snow. Oh my God, it's like one inch of snow. Let's all come to a complete standstill. We, ah. had, we had two feet of snow in the central belt and up north had, had like inches. They had, you, you guys had hardly any, but we, in yeah, the central true, belt actually. randomly, we had like two feet of fresh snow and the place did completely grind to halt. Couldn't move. Nothing was working. There was like cars abandoned in everywhere. But two feet of fresh snow was unbelievable. It's just guys, Glasgow in general, isn't it though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it just yeah, meant everybody yeah. went to the pub for three days. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Nobody went to work. All the schools were closed, um, and everybody just went to the pub. It's fucking great. That sounds nice. Scotland sounds a lot like Indiana, except it has like mountains and oceans and stuff like that. And Indiana's just flat with no water. We got a few trees as well, but yeah. the weather sounds similar. Yeah, no, it is pretty pretty temperamental. The weather, the weather's rubbish. We 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 haven't had proper four seasons in a long time here. It's mm-hmm. it's a bit it's a bit crap. So. Yeah, last exactly. last year we had we had one of the hottest summers, driest summers ever. It was like it was like thirty <sighs> degrees. It was nobody that's could Celsius. Yeah, sorry, that's about what nine ninety five Fahrenheit, something like that, and hundred Fahrenheit, something like that. And uh, 
Nobody could breathe. Everybody was complaining. Everybody's sweating, going everywhere. And then in the in the winter, and yeah, James gets. Well, so do I. You see my head. You see see this head that has no hair. Even with factor fifty, it's lobster. The <laughs> wedding. The wedding you and I did last year. We went through nearly half a bottle of factor fifty just mm-hmm. during, during that one up. Uh, oh, where was that one? I said Meldrum. Meldrum House. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It was it was miserable. I mean, I am going to get skin cancer because of photography. Yeah. Well, and a hairline <laughs> and, and a lack lack of and hair. a lack lack of hair as well. Yeah. You guys got to start wearing hats to your weddings then, right? Oh, but then I sweat in the hats and it's just horrible. No, I don't. I don't wear hats or ties. No. See, or we had uh, we had we had the guys from the Snappening podcast on a little while back. And they live mm-hmm. in uh, Australia, New Zealand. In Australia, it's real bad because the ozone. Yeah. So. Tom, who lives in Australia, had to get a hat to wear to weddings because yeah. he had like a mole that had to be removed because they thought it was skin cancer-ish or whatever. Oh, Sounds scary. like you guys need that. Yeah, getting yeah. there. But that, you know, Australia, you know, is, it is mainly made up of Irish and Scottish people. I was going to say something offensive here. Why, just why they moved to Australia where it gets heat like that is just, is just beyond me, to be honest, because I just can't handle the heat. Well, it's either go to Australia or go to prison, right? Isn't, isn't that how Australia was populated? I, th- I think so. I think so. I think it was the same with Canada as well, wasn't it? <clears throat> I would go to Canada. I was shooting a wedding a little while back, and there's a videographer there, and he wore a baseball cap all day outside, like just a scruffy-looking baseball cap. He's wearing like a suit and a tie and then a baseball cap, and I was just like, what the hell is going on right now? That's insane. That wasn't Dustin, was it? No, I'm... <laughs> I'm wearing moon shoes. Moon shoes. Yeah. No, no, I can't. I just, that, 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 I, there's something about, now we have some great videographers in our area, but the amount of videographers that I've come across who just don't dress accordingly, mm-hmm. it, it, it drives me nuts. We had, we had a guy last year in the Fair Islands and it was, it was minus nine degrees Celsius and it's a cold, dry, it's, it's, it just penetrates, penetrates, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Ross, take your mind out the gutter. Oh, and he, this the videographer turned up in like in, in a jumper with no t-shirt and like Adidas bottoms and trainers with like ankle socks and he's out in the cold. So many words we don't use in America in that sentence. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and um and after about two minutes he was like, Oh my batteries are dying, I need to go back to the car and I said, you wimp. So I got the great shots of the sunset and the bride in the snow and great. So I was like, well, hey, I don't care. So jumper is sweater, trainers are shoes. Yep. Right? Yep, yep. <laughs> was there anything else you didn't get? Trousers, trousers, trousers are... Our pants. pants. Yeah, trousers yeah, are pants, yeah. yeah. It was Adidas, Adi- Adidas. Adidas, Adidas. Uh, yep. How did you pronounce that? Adidas. 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 I call it Adidas. I call it Adidas. The Adidas? I don't no, know. it's it's no? Adidas in America. Adidas, that's all right. It's just Irish. Um, Irish's Ross's Irish. No, I've, I've heard other podcasts from the UK where they say Adidas. Really? Yeah, they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not James's way, it's wrong. We know that. We know that by now. How do you guys say uh, the one with the swoosh? Uh, Nike. Nike. Okay. I see. I've heard yeah. a lot of podcasts from the UK where they call it Nike instead of Nike. Nike. Yeah, Nike or Nike. I think the Americans call it Nike, don't they? Nike. Yeah. How do you say Edinburgh? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Edinburgh, right? Edinburgh. E- you e- can Edinburgh. Yeah. Edinburgh. Oh my God, you're Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> is that like your US uh, accent? Yeah, it is. It's a bit like it's your, pretty, uh, your British awful. accent. <laughs> Kind of had a little I mean, New Jersey flair. I've uh, I've been catching up on your podcast recently in my long long drives. 
Oh, and that's, I'm sorry and about that's that. the accent that translates over. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Let's hear that again. I want to hear that again. No, I can't. I can't do it on command. We're, I'm not we're a dog. not performing monkeys here. Come on. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you guys want to do uh, on our podcast? I know James listens. Ross, I don't know if you do. We do no, yeah, uh, done, questions yeah. questions from the internet that are just like Go really. Ahead. Sometimes questions from our fans, which are good questions, and sometimes questions from just random people on Facebook, which are really, really stupid, usually. Uh, do you guys want to do some Q&A with us? Yeah, yeah totally. that sounds good to me. Let's go for it. I can't guarantee that the answer will be right, but yeah. You can guarantee it's That's likely what... to be offensive, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just wrong. There we go. That's it. There's no, your answer. next. No. <laughs> Shite. Next. No. Hi, I'm Megan, and I host the Weddings for Real podcast. I've been a wedding planner for almost 10 years now, so I've pretty much seen it all. Drunk guests, brides who don't want to walk down the aisle, bridesmaids I've had to kick out of the ceremony, and just about every awkward family dynamic you can imagine. I'm part stylist, part therapist, part confidant, part reality checker, and through it all, I've grown my business with plenty of mistakes and lessons learned along the way. On my podcast, I talk to fellow wedding vendors about their crazy stories and tips they've learned to grow their businesses as well. So that's Weddings for Real, and you can find it on any podcast app. Let's do some Q&A. But, but Steve. Longtime listener of the show, Rebecca Elliott from our very own Facebook group asks, sitting in a coffee shop yesterday directly next to a couple having their first meeting with a prospective photographer. It was painful. That was in all capitals, by the way. She clearly had no idea what she was doing. Couldn't answer the couple's questions, but worse, they didn't seem to know that it was bad. My boyfriend was with me and he asked, why don't you give them your card when she leaves? So that I told him that seemed shark-like and the community is too small and it would take is one angry photographer losing her sale to start a riot. What would you have done? Oh no, I can see what James is going to say. <laughs> Any other businesses I feel like giving your business card to a client looking for your services is 100% acceptable, but do you think photography is different? Share. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to go first? Uh, how about the older one? The older one. Ross? Oh, Steve? <laughs> Steve? Steve. Uh, no, no, no. We found out earlier, Ross is the oldest one on this. James <laughs> and I are the same age. Dustin's like a age. little puppy. I'll be the baby. <laughs> wait, wait, hang on, what age are you, James? 35 this year. You dick. You dick. <laughs> Wait, like you turned 35 this year or you're turning I'm going 35? To I'm, go I'm turning 35 in July, yeah. So when I ask what age you are, you're 34. Yeah. So James is a problem with numbers. That's, that's, that's the thing. Because <laughs> I'm not a math teacher. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, it's getting harsh, so right? I would... Number points. Come on, Ross, what would you do? What would you do? What would you do? I... Oh, Jesus, it's hard. I don't see... It depends what size the city is. But she's saying it's quite small. If it was a larger city, I maybe don't see anything wrong with going up and speaking to them and just sort of saying in a kind of casual way, have you, have you, have you, have you chosen? Have you, are you going to book? Have you decided? Was that first meeting? You know, just if you want to check out my stuff, it's, it, it, here's my card type thing. I understand what she's saying. Like this is, I presume these are supposed to be semi-serious answers with a, with a twinge of uh, piss taking from James. Always serious. Always it can, serious. It can be whatever you want. 
uh, I would say it's it's if you do it delicately and communicate in a nicest way to the people, I don't see anything particularly wrong with it. But I do understand what she's saying that it could turn really nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe it's, maybe that's the first wedding, and they're they're guys that are out of that person's budget anyway. So what's the harm? You know, I'm going to go ahead and just throw the Jaws music in underneath that as you're talking about swooping in and stealing this. Depending how you do it, if you literally go in like this. Yeah. For the listeners, Ross put his hand up on top of his head like a shark fin. Baby shark. Dustin, we can't pay for that. We actually, yeah, you're. Copyright doesn't apply in the UK. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to be honest, Rebecca. You're running a business. You have a family to feed. Okay. Hopefully. Business. Hopefully. Well, eventually you will. Maybe if that's your decision. <laughs> if it's not your decision, that's it's okay. It's your choice, Rebecca. <laughs> it's your choice, Rebecca. <laughs> Trust me, you're better without kids. And, and I will happily lend you my youngest son because he's the best form of contraception ever. <laughs> so that's your advice. That's my advice. That, with that being said, don't give him your card. You don't need the money because you won't have kids. <laughs> okay, Rebecca, you got to remember you're running a business. Okay, so you are creative, you are a photographer, but you are running a business and, and you've got to put food in your plate. If that person was really bad and you handed them a card, that's business. Now, I know I did read this and I read some of the comments and some people are like, well, it's very likely they would be below your budget. Who knows? They might not be. They might be below the budget, but if you're a good saleswoman, then you can convince them to up their budget because the importance of photography and spending the right amount of money, it's all in the sales. See, I thought you were going a different direction with that when you said you need food on your plate. I thought you were <laughs> going to say, walk over to their table, pick up the food from their plate. Mine sweep their food. <laughs> put it onto, the, onto your plate and walk away. Were yeah. you eating that? No, I'm eating this now. Also, I'm taking your clients. <laughs> also, <laughs> yeah. side. Here, yeah, here when, is I'm taking your muffin and giving you my card. And when the client walks over to get their muffin back, exactly. You just say, by the way, funny story. I'm a wedding photographer. Here's a muffin and a card. Yeah, there we go. See, in Scotland, in Scotland, that would that would you'd get punched. Yeah, you'd get glassed in that, to be honest. You'd, <laughs> you'd get nutted in between the eyes in Glasgow for mm. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just curious what nutted between the eyes. <laughs> that, that connotation. That's that. That would be sexual here. Have you heard of the? Uh, yeah, have you heard of the Glasgow kiss? No, I'm I, I not. It's no, not a particularly romantic uh, no. procedure. No, no, no. So no time next involved. time. Next time James invites Stephen and I to shoot his wedding, uh, his and we upcoming say, All right, guys, go ahead and get the Glasgow kiss. It <laughs> might not have quite the same reaction. No, 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 no. no, okay. no, no plenty no. of blood spilled. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the Glasgow smiler is always really good as well. Oh, God, mm. that's even worse. Anyone watch Sons of Anarchy? There's the, uh, the, the guy who used to relate to the scotch one he's got these scars up his mouth mm-hmm. that'll give you an idea of what a glasgow smiler is imagine the joker but you'd make that with a, a knife not a pen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sounds good mm. glasgow's a great place yeah it's glasgow's glasgow's friendliest city <laughs> the friendliest yeah. city it's scotland's friendliest city yeah. <laughs> and no wonder- i mean it's far from it <laughs> yeah so would you say that the number of weddings in glasgow are higher or lower than everywhere else higher yeah, just higher. Yeah. yeah. So the Glasgow greater area around has the largest number of weddings than Edinburgh. And then you're going to come up to kind Even though of... people are nutting on each other's faces and cutting their <laughs> smiles. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's
it's it's a oh. love hate relationship. Wow. Hang on, no, nothing nothing on each other's faces gives a completely <laughs> a completely different meaning. I'm just going off of what you guys are saying here. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, most of this is lost in translation. It's fine. My my area. Come on, get back to the, uh, the conversation, guys. My yeah. area where I live is actually one of the lowest. It's a, I think it's the second lowest in the whole of Scotland for weddings, but it is also got some of the highest budgets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or had got some of the highest budgets high, before yeah. until you slashed them. them. Yeah. So we slashed them. Oh, yeah. It's all about the business. So we've heard on the, the Scottish side of things mm. what you would do, and you would clearly just shoot the other person in the face and t- steal the business. What would the, what would the two uh, <laughs> people from across the pond suggest? <laughs> Build a wall. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's that is what we would do. I would go to the front of the Starbucks. I'd grab all the sugar packets and I would just build a wall casually right between the uh, photographer and the uh, clients. And once the wall was built, I'd be like, "That person's an illegal," and uh, (laughs) I'm here in America with you. They're now in Mexico, America, or Dunkin' Donuts, wherever. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. 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 No, yeah. So, what would you do? Uh, I've done. I've been in this situation before, uh, where I've been in a client meeting and I've heard or seen another client meeting happening in the same coffee shop. And there's been instances where perhaps if their photographer leaves before, you know, if the timing works out just right, I might just be like, "Oh, by the way, your photographer left their card on the table. You might want to take this with him." Boom. And it's my card. Oh, what? yeah. What? What? But nine times out of ten, I don't even have cards. So it's like for me to give something that would have my information would be like me writing something on a Starbucks napkin, which would leave the impression of like, oh, well, God, this guy's going to be so cheap. We shouldn't even bother looking him up. <laughs> so I, I think that is one advantage that women have not to be so sexist, but like, you know, they normally oh, have a geez, purse Dustin. with like cards and business oh related gosh. materials albums they can whip out oh gosh oh gosh <laughs> the endless pit of a bag yeah whereas <laughs> i just carry a credit card and id that's it so See, i guess i could just hand them my id and say or hey give me your credit card let's and not get carried away you. james <laughs> let's not get carried away yeah book me with my own credit card i don't know what you guys are doing over there but See, what you should have done is brought the other couple to your table with your current couple and said, right, guys, I'm a wedding photographer. Here's my spiel. If you both book me today, <laughs> right now, I'll together buy you coffee. Boom. And a donut, if you're lucky. It's the donut that seals it. Yep. And if you guys had a photo booth, there might be a bagel involved. <laughs> I like that. I've, Let's I've booked not you. get crazy. See, I would just sit at the other table, and as they were asking the questions, see, Rebecca wrote some of the questions, like, the couple said, how long have you been a wedding photographer? And the photographer was like, um, like three years. And I would just be at my table over there and be like, eight years, eight years, (laughs) and I've shot 200 weddings. Subtlety is, subtlety is a fine art, it really is. I'd have my phone up to my ear, though, and I'd be like... Eight years, 200 weddings. You know how we do. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. Uh, my prices? My prices are real good. Real Negotiable good. Negotiable, even. Negotiable. <laughs> I will beat anyone that you are currently talking to. Whatever they told you, I can beat them. Yep. Like $500. Yep, no. <laughs> you want to know my website? 
well, I can't give it to you because Dustin and Steve bought my domain name <laughs> when we first met. Uh, my website is jameskelly.columbia. <laughs> yeah, I'm a yeah, South yeah. American wedding photographer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Doing a lot of work in the Faroe Islands mm-hmm. of South America. Oh, yeah. So... I feel like we got that one. We knocked that one out of the park. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Like we could do a whole workshop on just that question. We you you could. And and the bottom line is, you know, you're running a business. Give them your card. Mm -hmm. If you Mm -hmm. have them. If If you have them. If you don't, give them your credit card. Yep. (laughs) I mean, real life, I would have just uh, laughed quietly and been like, they could never afford me, and then walked out. But (laughs) in the podcast world, what I said about the phone thing, yeah. All right. Next question comes from Mark Quinn, also from our very own Facebook group. Mm-hmm. He's he's a UK photographer as well, is he not? Is he? I don't know. I'm I'm Facebook stalking just now. <laughs> oh, he's from. Sorry, Mark. I am snooping. He's literally yeah. an hour down the road from you. Mark, Mark, I'm coming down to your area tomorrow to take one of the weddings away from you. Mm-hmm. All right, Mr. Mark Quinn from our very own Facebook groups asked the Scottish question. Scottish accent, not English accent. Scottish I was going to say, our very own Mark Quinn. Is... Mark Quinn. Oh, are you from Scotland, are you? Oh, very, very posh. Jolly, jolly, Pip. Hello. <laughs> Hello, darling. Yeah. Should we all go for a bit of a Roger in the back room? Yes. Hey, Roger in the back room, A Roger room, in the back eh? room. Mm-hmm. How's your father? Mm-hmm. Father's good. How about you? Oh, he's a bit downstairs <laughs> at the moment. What the hell's oh. going on? Mark Quinn from our very own Facebook group says first wedding of 2019 today. It's just a wee five hour gig. So a gentle way to start, except there are two other weddings happening at the same venue past the other or one of photographers. And he's shouting bride, bride, groom this way, bride and groom. Seriously, how utterly fucked with being a wedding photographer must you be when you can't even be bothered to learn their names anymore? That's the question. Well, Mark's obviously very good at names, unlike me, who forgets (laughs) even my son's name and my fiance's name sometimes. So, you know, good on you, Mark. That's all I can say, (laughs) that you you remember all your your couple's names or maybe the fact that you don't do that many weddings that you can remember all your names. I'm joking, Mark. I'm just teasing you. <laughs> James, was that not the wedding you were doing early on today? Actually, yeah, it probably was. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Mark, were you shooting Brian, a wedding at the same place as? Seriously, James? have you like have you ever called your couple the wrong name? Yeah, yeah. It's it's I, not good. It's I, it's I, it's not good. I have a really I have a really bad story to this. I, I turned up at the you know when you turn up at the bride's house, and I don't know if this is the same in the states, but. You turn up at the bride's house and someone answers the door. It's usually the maybe the the mother of the bride. It's usually a bridesmaid, a sister, perhaps even the makeup artist, the flower lady, whatever. Someone opens the door and it's not usually the bride. Mm-hmm. I knocked on the door and this girl answered the door. No makeup on, hair tied back. <laughs> and I said, uh, hey, where's, uh, how you, where's Sarah? And she went, uh, Ross. It, 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 it's it's me I was, like, I was like oh shit and I just like oh I'm so sorry so I was like Sarah you, I didn't expect you to open it not oh my god you're not wearing any makeup it was, um, it was you look um, completely different you look horrible it was, I didn't expect you to answer the door that's when you got you, you gotta play it off 
man. Yeah. You got to play it off like, no, 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 Sarah the florist. I'm looking for Sarah the florist. <laughs> yeah, Not the... you, Sarah the bride. Of course I know who you are. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was awkward. Anyway, sorry. We we had a wedding last year where we, we have what's called humanists. So a humanist is kind of like they're not a priest. They're not someone from the council. They're someone that can marry you, part of society. Mm-hmm. And this humanist kept calling the bride and groom by the wrong name through the whole ceremony. It was embarrassing. And she's like, no, my name is Leah. No, my name is Leah. Like four or five times. And of course, I was laughing because it's <laughs> what I would do as I'm photographing it, hiding behind my camera. But then I went and made the mistake. I called her Rhea, which is what the humanist was calling her. And she's like, James, my name is Leah. It's like, whoa, I'm so sorry. So yeah, I've, I've done it. I've done it before. So it's, it's horrific. Yeah, I, yeah. Love, I love it when the priests do it. It's always like a situation <laughs> where they did a sibling's wedding. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, they have that sibling's name like locked into their head. And so when they go to do the ceremony, they say like the groom's brother's name or something. Jen and I had a wedding where the uh, priest was the father of the groom. And he'd also, and he, he used his wrong son's name during the uh, <laughs> ceremony. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, at least he didn't call like the bride by the ex-girlfriend's name. How funny would that be? Oh, my mom did that once. That's a different story. That's a different story. With, with, your, with your current fiance. <laughs> my current fiance yeah yeah that's never good i did that as well actually but anyway um love you iris so i would love i would love if a priest did that because you know Stephen, you probably listened to my podcast and you know about my history with priests that i don't particularly get on with priests and i have a habit of getting banned from churches so i would love that i would love for that to happen to be fair i don't know do you have it in uh, america with the phrase uh you're like when they're doing the vows and they say your lawful wife? Do they have that kind of freighted line in the so. vows? I think uh, so. I've, so st- I've stopped listening to the yeah. vows probably years ago. <laughs> I've had it a couple of times where the guy said to your awful wife, and it's just the, the whole, oh. the whole, the whole like, genuine, genuine mistake. And it's just it's a pronunciation issue. issue. It's, mm-hmm. it's usually that when the when the groom's repeating it, so it's like to my lo- to my to my awful wife. It's, it's absolutely priceless. Man, I can't help it. Uh, let me let me do two more questions. Two more questions. Harold uh, from a random Facebook group asks, "How do you find a cool location for selfies with sun and light and water and mountains?" Question mark. Dustin, I think you read that wrong, wrong, wrong. It was actually, how do you find a cool location for a selfie with sun I tried and to light grammatically correct it as I read it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think it deserved to be grammatically correct. <laughs> <laughs> just like with the name like Harold, I just felt like the guy needed, you know, a little, you know, help up. Did that guy not so. fall off a cliff in Neighbors in like 1985? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. Harold. Is that is that is that gonna completely, gonna completely nobody cool. nobody's gonna get that neighbors is an Australian program. Harold's not gonna <laughs> listen to this Facebook podcast anymore. Okay, I um I think you should go to Canada because they have some cliffs and some water and I believe a few trees. And if not, come to Scotland because we have that as well. <laughs> if not, you can yeah. take James Kelly's workshop. <laughs> we'll teach you how to do selfies with trees and water. At the same time, in water with trees, or in trees with water. As my foot is on your head in the water. Anyway, so, yeah. I think that one answers it, right? Yeah, I do. I I do. I I, want to ask a question. 
Did we answer Mark's question? <laughs> I don't think we did. I don't think we did. What was his question? Was it to do with? No, it wasn't. Wasn't the coffee shop one? Oh, if you've been at a yeah, if you've been at a, a, a oh, wedding, I've forgotten you, the names. Yeah, yeah. The names. it wasn't really a question though. There was no, just it, a, it was just a statement. It was it was more of a rant. Uh, Mark's pretty good at those. I feel his pain. I do feel his pain. There's nothing worse. A, I hate venues that tend to. Um, have more than one, you know, the wedding view. at the venue. The view, oh, for example. Don't get, Jesus oh, don't Christ! Don't get me started on the view in Edinburgh. In, in Edinburgh, it's horrific, and I refused to go back because I fell out with the management. But that was a funny story. Let me tell you the funny story about the view. Okay, you ready mm-hmm. for this? Ready. Mm-hmm. So, the kilt. We know what the kilt is. It's a skirt that looks really cool, and Debatable. Scottish people and Irish gets, people gets as well. Or get it does get you late. It's, it's easy access. It's brilliant. Okay, because true Scotsmen do not wear underwear. Right. I've done a Scottish wedding outdoors in the summertime, and Ooh, the bride requested a photo. Bride not being Scottish requested a photo from the backside, like where oh, the bride and groom no. are on the mm-hmm, front, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then everybody is behind them watching them with the mountains and everything in the background. And so I go behind the altar for one quick photo um, and shoot towards the congregation or group of people. And there's just a row of older men on the Mm -hmm. groom side, just with those legs spread wide open, Mm -hmm. letting everything get nice and aired out there. And I was like, oh my God, so much dodging and burning will have to take place (laughs) for this photo. Yeah, I've done that. I I um I often have to tell like the parents down the front like the the dads to close their legs and there was this one time I was trying to signal to the groom's father because his legs were wide open and it was all hanging out and I'm standing there behind the bride and groom like doing these hand signals like telling him to close his legs and he wouldn't <laughs> and in the in the group and I just turned and I went I went up to the dad and I was like dad can you close your legs I can see everything and everyone heard what I said and they're laughing their heads off. And then I turned to the bride and went, does she take af- Does he take after his father? And she laughed and went, no. <laughs> like, oh, burn, burn. But my first, my, my first ever but wedding. Who was actually, that a burn on, first, the but, father or the uh, son? What was that, sorry? Who was, that the, who was she burning, the father or the son? Yeah, could oh, go either oh, way. definitely the son because it's obviously smaller than the father's. But why, why the hell does she know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I photographed my cousin's wedding and it was super religious. And I'm, I'm, um, I'm up at the altar right behind the priest photographing the couple and I'm wearing a kilt and I'm bending down. And, you know, I've got my 70 to 200 mil lens on. And I look in the corner and so there's my mum. Yep, yep. I've got my mum and my sister in tears in the church, like crying their eyes out. And I looked up and I looked at them and they just pointed down below and I realized I exposed myself to the entire church. <laughs> so, yeah. As you should. Mm-hmm. All my family has seen my nuts. So there we go. Um, so back to my story, the view, there's this this wedding going on and um, there's this, this stepson, and a step, no, sorry, stepbrother is at the front of the, the aisle and they're doing the, the vows. And he's uh, he's got his hands, his face in his hands. He looks completely bored and I'm photographing him. And all of a sudden he lifts his head up and projectile vomits oh, yeah, all this. over and like everything. And someone grabs him and drags him yeah. up the aisle and he projectile vomits up as well. Of course, there was a major dose of um, of vomiting and diarrhea going around. Of course, he's wearing a kilt and they managed to coax him to wear a hired kilt with no underwear. And while he was being sick the first time, he um, he also followed through with no underwear on. <laughs> so this room is 
stinking at this point. I mean, it stinks of just puke and shit and it's horrible. So we all get ushered out after the ceremony into the other venue. At that point, the staff are trying to clean up what before the next wedding comes in to that venue to do it. They, they, they do like four a day. They genuinely Ugh. do. They're, it's a factory. They just roll it's them horrible, out. Horrible, horrible place. Yeah. But anyway, that's my story. So don't... Wow. More so, don't book venues that do more than one one wedding at once because it's just it's just not worth the hassle. That was going to be my initial thought to that. I just like don't even don't even put yourself in that situation. And learn from his mistakes. You are better, Mark. You are better than that. You will remember all your clients and their names, and you will never mess it up. I worked with a photographer once that used to print their names and put it uh, like a label maker, and he would put it at the top above his eyepiece to his camera. That's a bloody good idea. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Mm. No, I'm going to do that. I'm horrific with names. I remember faces, but names I'm, I'm horrendous. Absolutely terrible for. So I just have like a note on my iPhone that I look at all day and it has like what everything, everybody's names, like maid of honor, best man, all that kind of stuff. So I just glance at that like, oh, I'm checking my schedule, but really I'm checking people's names if I forget them. Yeah, that's understandable. But to forget yeah. the bride and groom's name, I mean, for fuck's sake, do you need to have something telling you to breathe in and breathe out at the same time? Yes, Jesus yes I do. <laughs> Steve texts me throughout the day, every day. Breathe. Remember, breathe. Breathe, Dustin. <laughs> breathe. Dustin, breathe. breathe. <laughs> Come on. He forgot one time. It was really scary. Corinne called me. She was like, did you forget to text Dustin? Because mm-hmm. he's It was dying. a scary day. <laughs> he turned blue that day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Usually I just let him get a little bit red. Dustin, Steven, do we want to do, would you say one more question? You got time for one more question? I do you do. guys have time I for do. one more question? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Does, does like Kelly have time for one more question? It's, it's not like I have to get up early in the morning or anything. This is K-E-L-L-E-Y, not K-E-L-L-Y. Total wrong way yeah. of spelling it. Kelly Don't from a random Facebook group says, I was trying to get a photo of the sun rising over the water with the sun reflected in the water, but there were a lot of waves, so the reflection looked all wavy? What can I do to fix this so the sun looks normal? If only we were talking to people who might be doing a landscape photography podcast. Well, so let me get this right. So she's taking a picture with water behind and it's very wavy looking. Mm-hmm. Okay. So your first solution, buy a polarizing filter. Are you giving um, a serious answer? Oh wow! This is this is absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. That that does remove a certain amount of ways. It depends depends whether it's ripples or you could be really really creative and you could go out there and buy say a Lee six dot filter. Lee filters are the best. Thank you very much. I know I'm not sponsored by them, but if Lee want to sponsor me, please give me a shout. Lee filters. They are longtime listeners of this. Podcast. They are longtime. They are great filters. <laughs> great filters. Mm-hmm. So you could get a Lee filter and you could have like a six stop if it's during a day or maybe a 10 stop if it's really really sunny and you could tell the couple to kiss and do not move do not do not move your hair do not move your arms do not move your lips nothing stay still do a nice long exposure maybe one or two maybe 30 seconds maybe 30 maybe 30 seconds. seconds yep 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 um you know even one or two seconds and you could get that really nice misty effect that goes over the water and if you can't mm-hmm. get them to stay still for two minutes, because that's almost impossible, just take two frames and blend them together. All right, mm. smarty pants. Well, you could. <laughs> I tried to do that once. I was like, I stay still. It took me like six frames. And I was like, all right, sod it. I'm just going to take one frame with you frozen 
and the rest were the things. But yeah, you know, I'd, yeah, it's good I, I did it with a pregnant woman on top of a of a rock and did the misty water all around. That's too much information, James. Too much information. You, you, you did what with who? I'm sorry. <laughs> And it was Iris as well. But standing on top of a rock and we did like a really nice long exposure of like three seconds and got the water. Misty. Actually, we did one of my venture sessions just a few weeks ago. Same mm-hmm. idea, standing on top of a rock with the waves coming crashing around them. And it looked pretty cool. Mm. That's just a solution. From a landscape photographer's point of view, that's what I would do. Otherwise, you know, you can't, you can't control the weather. Yeah, you could always uh, get like Elsa from Frozen and touch the water and it'll just freeze and there won't be any waves. <laughs> Boom. I don't know. <laughs> Perfect, you know, perfect reflection then too. Just, exactly, yeah, perfect exactly. reflection, no waves. See these wavy waves that are just being wavy? They're gone. I was thinking you just bring a little bowl of your own water, set it on the table, and get a photo with the sun hitting this bowl of water that's perfectly flat and still. So then you have your sun reflecting. And you just match that bowl up to the actual ocean behind it and then Photoshop out the bowl. She never specifies ocean water. That is a good point. Good point. She just said trying to get sun rising over water. Mm. I'm thinking it could be a bottle of water. It could be. You're you're, you're thinking far too much. I'm always guilty of being the one that thinks far too much on this podcast. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He gets one of those angry orchards in him and. Brain just starts working. <laughs> Brain just jumps into super drive. <laughs> that is going to do it for us. But I do have mm-hmm. just just one more question I want to read to you guys because it is it is like poetry. Mm. Kimmy from a random Facebook group says, "I wake with the rooster to do sunset shots, but the sun is not setting. I wake with the owl to do sunrise shots, but the sun is not rising. What am I? A tit." <laughs> Um, someone who doesn't know how to, to set their alarm correctly. <laughs> set their alarm correct. Yeah. Tell Alexa. Alexa will wake you up at the right time. <laughs> um, someone who should really give up photography. I don't know. Go, go and shoot weddings, mate. Stay away from landscapes. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming on. Um, <laughs> We've had enough of you now. Yeah, I didn't know what to do it. with that from there. It's just the dumbest thing I ever read. <laughs> I had to it's share very, it with someone. I, I had to get it out there. <laughs> I wake do with the rooster. Yeah, you really, you didn't, you didn't need to edit that out. That's just no. The world does not need to know no, that. No, that's stained. <laughs> Is there no Steve? Do you not have an answer for it? Um, I know. I want to know. You can't leave mm. that hanging in the air now. Can keep me awake all night. I have no answer. This is a very dumb riddle. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> hey, these guys are going to be up all night. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would expect that of an American. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> expect that. Um, I, I would say this person is mistaken. When, when you wake with a rooster, it should be sunrise shots, and when when you wake with an owl, it should be sunset shots. That's but that seems too obvious. That can't be the actual answer. Yeah, but the good thing is, but the thing is, when you wake with the rooster. It, it makes its noise as the sun's rising. And if you're a landscape photographer, you should have been well and truly wide awake and at your location before that rooster. And if you're a true landscape photographer and you hate getting up at sunrise, you would have shot the rooster. <laughs> <laughs> or eaten it. Eaten it. Mm-hmm-hmm. I was going to make a joke there about cock, but I'll stop. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Too far. You didn't really stop, though, if you said I was going to make a joke. This is true. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, guys. It has been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, thank you. 
Cheers. Before mm-hmm. we wrap everything up, though, where can people find you guys online? Ross, do you want to go first? <laughs> Since I've been You're forced oldest. to go first, I'm the oldest. Yeah, um, yeah I've got uh, face, Facebook. My Facebook page is uh, Eaglesham Photography, uh, pronounced in whatever way you want to, but spelt as it sounds. And my website, which is in the kind of, it's getting updated soon. <laughs> At some point. <laughs> At some point. It desperately needs it. It's about four years old. My blog is up to date. Uh, my blog's the best place to do so that's Eaglesham Photography as well and you can get to the blog from there um, everything else I've got on social media is all personal stuff nothing really nothing really weddings related but those two places where you can find my wedding stuff and actual proper business stuff James me you can find me at my website in Colombia in Colombia <laughs> jameskelly.co okay the truth is I got fed up of having to constantly write my email address at james at jameskelly.co photography.com and I couldn't get James Kelly, jameskelly.com so I went for CEO Columbia so you can find me at <laughs> jameskelly.co for my website and that will link to all my social media but on Facebook James Kelly Photography and on Instagram James Kelly underscore photo unless you're looking for my landscape then it's under just James K or the podcast or the podcast you can also get the podcast at the photographer's crack podcast where you can enjoy delightfulness that you've enjoyed tonight no 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 it's nothing like what you've enjoyed tonight <laughs> it's no it's not it's nothing like this trust me this is well and truly below the belt we're actually quite civilized and, and responsible <laughs> um until we're put up with these two where it goes well and truly below the belt and i'm very sorry for the listeners for the behavior we're not like this and i would like to apologize to our loved ones wow you're just gonna shit all over our podcast right now <laughs> yeah exactly this is like you know being in kindergarten or something like that you know <laughs> If by buy, below the belt you mean people who typically wear their belts like as bandanas, <laughs> <laughs> really yeah. high brow high type brow. stuff. Mm-hmm. But no, if you'd like to listen to uh, 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 how should we put it, a more responsible podcast where you could learn <laughs> so much about the world of photography and the world of weddings, then simply search the photographers crack podcast. By the way, crack is, spelled, crack is spelled C R A I C. Yeah, not, not not like the cocaine. Yeah, exactly. But if you want to spell it like that, you're more than welcome to. Come to jameskelly.co. <laughs> you can also get us on Instagram and Facebook under The Photographer's Crack. Awesome. Yeah. Thank awesome. you guys so much. Mm-hmm. It was a delight having you guys. Pleasure. Yeah, thanks very much, guys. It's so great to have the great Jane Kelly and Roos Argelsham on <laughs> Argel- our Argelsham. podcast. Yeah. You, you know, it's funny you should say that because my autocorrect on both my computer for Gmail keeps changing my name to Jane from James <laughs> and it drives me nuts. I'm sure someone's programmed it into my phone. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast with Dustin and Steve. If you want to help us out, if you love that episode, jump on iTunes or Stitcher and leave us a five-star review. If you want to connect, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Wedding Photo Hangover or on Twitter at Wedpick Hangover. Dustin is on Instagram at Dustin underscore McKibben and Stephen is at Stephen Van Elk. If you want to get involved with the awesome community of listeners, join the Wedding Hangover Facebook group. But if you really want to warm our hearts, head on over to anchor.fm slash wedding photo hangover and you can sign up to support us for as little as 99 cents a month. And it can be more than just warm our hearts, Steve. It can be setting our hearts ablaze. It could be helping us to buy new equipment and uh, take this podcast to the next level. Mm -hmm. So that maybe my microphone doesn't short out in the middle of an episode. Yeah, we've been saying this whole time. Now we want to go Super Saiyan. You know how it is. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening. 
And we'll see you next time your head is pounding, your limbs feel like dead weight, and your entire being aches for the sweet embrace of death. That's right. Next Sunday after you shoot another wedding. Another wedding. Dun, dun, dun. I know. I'm going to go to hell, but I, that, that's going to happen a long time after getting thrown out of a church. So. Well, you got thrown out of a church? Mm, kind of, yeah. I had a slight disagreement with the minister and politely told him what I thought of him. Um, yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to call bullshit on that. Uh, how, wh- what would you say is polite? Um, I told him he was a pathetic excuse for a man, um, and he was a control freak. And um, he told you, he told you to stop clicking during the ceremony or something, didn't he? What did he no, say? No, it was, it was. We were, we were originally. We turned up to the church, and it turns out he doesn't let photographers into the church. But no one knew this until the actual wedding, and we made an agreement with the minister that we would go upstairs to the balcony, and we'd only photograph as a clients are coming, in, as a couple are coming into the church. And during the first kiss and the silent register, and that was it. We weren't allowed to take pictures at all. And we were upstairs with a great angle as they came in and then he moved them forward. So all we got was the back of their heads, kind of side back of the heads. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, the guy was a dick. I mean, he was going on about how like it's the most important day and so much happens and you don't remember it and all this sort of stuff. I'm like, well. If only you had photos to remember it by. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it was, what it was like. And then as we left, um, I was the last one to leave the church. He grabbed my arm and pulled me back and, and turned around and told me how I should never disrespect the man of the cloth. And we made an agreement and blah, blah, blah. And it turns out a guest was taking a picture with a little compact camera and I kept flashing and beeping. And he accused me of being the one that was doing it. So he laid into me in front of the bridal party. And at that point, I turned around and, and told him what I thought of him and, and told him that he was wrong. And he just turned around and went, well, you're not welcome back in this church. And I was like, fine, don't want to come back to your church. And I was the last photographer ever allowed in that church. Wow. But he's now, but, but he's now died. So people well, can he's died in. now. So I think I might be able to go back in unless they got my, my picture up in the... Um, <laughs> the wanted. In the, the wanted. The wanted list. And then, and then... How would he get your picture up? There's no, no photography allowed in yeah, the church. Yeah, he probably stole off my web, my, my picture. Yeah. The worst part was um, during the meal, um, because there were spare spaces, we got to sit at the table. With the guests, and guess who you were sitting next to? Mm-hmm, you got it, Mr. Priest. So that didn't go down well. And then I fell out with another church and thought I got banned, but it turns out I didn't. But it's because the bride was late because her ass wouldn't get into the dress, and I got Are the you blame. still recording this? This would be priceless to, for, bri- for bribery. This is going to be perfect. Yeah, I'm still recording it. Mm-hmm. I, um, <laughs> I got blamed for the bride running late, and it wasn't me. Um, and I, I there's like this little helper. We call her Mrs. Hitler because that's exactly what she is. And... Um, uh, she laid into me about the bride being late, and I laid into her because she was blatantly wrong and needed to get her facts straight. So, yeah, that was. I'm. I'm. I great. Great with churches. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm not religious because I would go to hell. Well, my other half is. She wants to get married in church. <laughs> I'll burn no. I won't be yeah. there either. No. No. So yeah. So you're a wedding photographer that won't do church weddings. Oh, no, I do church weddings. It's just only a one-time thing because when I go in they don't let me back because <laughs> when, when you go in you burst into flames <laughs> pretty much do you, yeah do you warn your couples of this oh yeah I tell the story all the time it's great couples love it <laughs> they're like James so you've become highly recommended uh, we, <laughs> fucking accent again. <laughs> we, we'd like to do a Irish Catholic wedding um would you be interested? Absolutely. Uh, as long as it's not on this list <laughs> you know, of churches that I've been the, banned from. Like I need to. I need to send it's like this. a scroll. <laughs> it's like a scroll. 
we did this wedding last year and it was uh, that it was it was a it was a kind of really catholic wedding and i got this photograph and it's brilliant and you have the minister who's this this irish minister standing up there talking about freaking alpacas uh, during the ceremony and there was an issue with his mic so the little helper came along and she just got down on her knees and went under <laughs> the table where he was standing and her feet were standing out and it just like she's oh, standing there giving him a blowjob we, and it was we need that photo we need that photo that, that has to be the cover photo for this <laughs> podcast episode it was brilliant absolutely and i remember looking like taking the picture and then looking at the couple and the couple look at me going like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> I needed help. He needed, he needed She's just, clearly just, fiddling with his wires. He needed now. adjusted. <laughs> yeah, I needed relieved. Man, I have to. I want to see this picture. I know. I know. And wedding venue managers as well. Like I, I fall out with them as well. So it's good. Yeah. So you're, but, you're yeah. a real man of the people, real people. Mm, great, person. great. Hey, as long as my couple are can happy, you not, I don't can give you a not crap. tell? Is this yeah. not yeah. over? By the way, remember that, that Ross, remember that manager from, uh, the events manager from Pataudry House that we were at? Oh, the one yeah, that we yeah. she got She got fired like two oh, weeks later. Yeah, yeah, it's not surprising. Yeah. She, was, have, she was a dick. I might have told the manager that you needed to get rid of her. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't blame I don't blame him or you. <laughs> she was horrendous. <laughs> yeah. All right, boys. I've got to let you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need my bed. I'm up in like five hours, so. Yeah, cheers, yeah. guys. Thanks very much. Yeah, good night. Thanks so much Pleasure. for coming on, guys. Thank you very Bye. much. Finger guns, that went great. Boom, boom, boom. We're cowboys. We're from America. We're awesome. Wild, wild west. Yeah, we don't wear kilts. We wear cowboy hats here. Kilts and hats. Chaps. Leather chaps. chaps. No butts. Leather chaps. Yep. Motorcycles. Snake tattoos. All those things. Mm. All right. I want your best Irish Scottish accent. You got it. Right here. Doing it right now. Been doing my Dad. best Scottish Irish accent this whole time. Ever since I met you. I've, mm. I've been doing a Scottish Irish accent. <laughs> Do you want me to talk in my normal American voice? Yes. Talk to hey, you normal. Hello there, I'm Stephen Elk. <laughs> How you doing? Oh, that's terrible. This Go is just how I normally talk. <laughs> this is how human beings talk. <laughs> this is how we convey with one another. Oh, yeah. This is how we convey with one another, huh? My favorite part of this episode was James slipping into a U.S. accent uh, that he claims he picked up from listening to our podcast. It was amazing. It was beautiful. Uh, I loved every second of that. And, um, you know, I want to hear more. I want to hear more of that. Mm-hmm. But he wouldn't. He wouldn't give us any more. It's okay. So you're going to have to listen hard for that little slip up, <laughs> that little nugget. Okay, well, your micro is failing and you weren't on the podcast yeah. anymore. They made me try to pronounce words that uh, for the cities of Scotland, and uh, it was terrible, Dustin. It was terrible. They made fun yeah. of me. It's not fun. As I would. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, bud. All right. Bye. Bye. I've got an empty case of whiskey. There's nothing in it, but... No, nothing in it. Oh, it doesn't even make the pop. Oh. Mm, oh I've got gin. I found gin. There's a bottle of gin in my bedroom. <laughs> you, can't, you, you can't drink gin without... You can't drink gin straight, James. Of course you can. Jesus Christ. It tastes just botanicals. <laughs> Is there anything you guys, like, off-limits you guys don't want to talk about or anything? Nah. Donkey sex. 
Okay, cool. We'll leave what? that out. <laughs> First topic, Steve. Slash actually, that one. actually, rephrase that. I'm from Aberdeen, so please, no sheep sex. Oh. <laughs> bit too close to home. I thought you were going to say, I'm from Aberdeen, so actually, <laughs> that's my favorite topic. Wedding Photo Hangover was edited this week by Steve Van Elk of Bespoke Tone. Go to Bespoke Tone for all of your photo, video, and audio editing needs. Woo-wee!